All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fucksters? What's happening? I'm Mark Marin. This is WTF. This is my podcast. Welcome to it. How's it going? Just back from Spokane, Washington. What a, I had a great time. I, I will tell you about that great time. I will tell you about a lot of things. Uh, today on the show, I got Paul Dano. Uh, I got a little one with, I'm going to do a little talk with uh, my buddy Adam Goldberg because I always like talking to him. I like having my friends over for, for little talks occasionally. But I have an announcement this week. Um, Marin, the show on IFC, uh, it's the season finale. It's going to be a double header, the last two episodes. Uh, very excited for you to see it. But I also want to tell you that it's the series finale. I've decided that this is it. It's done. I mean, look, there's ways to do more, but this is this was the vision. This was this season was the season. And I couldn't be more thrilled about how it came out, how all four seasons came out. I think you'll see that we we wrap the story up in the best way possible, and I just feel like it's done. And I'm thrilled about it. I imagine Maybe IFC would want to do more. I don't know. They have not said anything to that end. They haven't said one thing one way or the other, but that's just the way that TV works. But I don't want to do any more. I'm sure they'd be thrilled to do more because we do it at such a low, like it doesn't cost them a lot. We do it pretty uh, inexpensively, which adds to the challenge. But I had amazing people working with me. On, on the team of Marin. I had great writers, great line producers, great uh, directors, lighting guys, set guys. Everybody was great. IFC gave us a lot of creative freedom. But it's just, a, I feel like it's done. And I'm proud of it. And I don't see any reason to keep going. I don't have to. I guess a lot of people think like, well, okay, why not keep going if you can? Why? Why take a good thing and make it garbage just because you can. You'll see. I think you'll all be satisfied at the end of this season with the series. I was, I, I just was so excited about this season because we did something that we could probably only do at IFC in a situation where the risk was limited in a way. In that there was no reason for us to keep doing what we did the first three seasons. There, it, it became a world. It became a format. It became something that was a, an extension of my life that could have easily uh, been refillable to some degree. But what's the point of refilling if the stakes are so low in the sense that you see the garbage on TV that's the same jokes, the same set, the same stories retread over and over again for years and years and years. They do that because they make money. And they cost a lot of money. And they're on big networks. So they just keep doing it because everyone's making a fucking fortune. So why not just sell out years of your life doing the same fucking thing over and over again if you're making bank? I just, I, I'm not like that, number one. Uh, I'm not a, a, a big money guy. But also, there was just no reason to become redundant. So this season, we departed into a, a sort of fantastic, disturbing it was, it was like a cautionary tale, yet a fantasy. You'll see where it ends up. And we took a chance. I came up with the idea to do the arc like we did it. So you had to watch everything in order. And the season had an arc. And I was going different somewhere 
and changing as a person, I think. And uh, where where we ended is where I wanted to end. And that uh, I hope you are, you're okay with it. I'm sorry if you're disappointed, but uh, I feel like it's done. And uh, I'm just glad that I am able to say I'm done. And I can, and it can be my decision. I'm very happy not to be desperate and beholden to, uh, to that desperation. This way I can be proud. And it's not unprecedented. It's like British shows. A lot of them have the right idea. You do three, four seasons and it's done. And I'm proud of it. IFC was very, uh, very supportive creatively. They had the money they had. Fine. We did what we did with that. This last season, incredibly ambitious. Amazing what we got done. Um, and it, we did a show that was unlike any show. And it, it, it definitely honored my voice and it honored the, uh, the skills of everybody involved. And uh, I'm proud of it. And uh, I, I, hope you, uh, I hope you enjoy the finale. All right? Okay. All right, starting today, you can get tickets to the Now Hear This Podcast Festival, which is taking place in Anaheim this October. It's like Comic-Con for podcasts. A whole weekend of live performances and podcast tapings and special podcast events. And speaking of special events, I'm doing one. Me and my producer and WTF co-creator, Brendan McDonald, are going to do a live behind-the-scenes event. We'll talk about some of our favorite moments from this show. We'll share some secrets of the show and take questions from the audience. Plus, there will be live shows, including Comedy Bang Bang, How Did This Get Made, The Brilliant Idiots, and with special guest, Lauren Lapkus. Uh, Tickets go on sale today, July 11th, starting at 8 a.m. Pacific. Go to nowhearthisfest.com for special early bird pricing that ends July 22nd. There are also a select few VIP packages, so get on that now. It's October 28th through 30th in Anaheim, so go get tickets, and I'll see you there, okay? Me and Brendan, we'll see you there. Oh, by the way, I'm going to be in Salt Lake City this weekend uh, at Wise Guys. I'm excited about that. I've been there a few times, but... uh, I tell you, I got through a wall, broke through a wall, you know, going up to Spokane. I had no idea what to expect, my friends. And, uh, you know, from what I what I garnered, is that the word from other people? I was I, I was anticipating meth zombies walking down the street, babbling to themselves in some sort of frenetic, twitchy pace. Some of them on fire, perhaps I was expecting rundown buildings. I was expecting tattered uh uh, uh, window dressing awnings but no I get to Spokane and right away flying in I'm like holy shit this is beautiful not only that it was a very warm and nice place to be I don't know it just had a vibe man like something was about to happen I don't know what it was the comedy clubs knew Spokane Comedy Club is a great venue surprisingly great only because it's this big room with these high ceilings and beautiful real brick walls but, you know, with high ceilings, you usually lose a little sound. But no, it, it doesn't. I don't know if they padded them or what, but it was a great venue. Uh, Mike Coletta uh, featured for me, and he did a great job. The uh, The owners of the club were great. I can't say enough great things about Spokane. I'm seriously, pardon me, when I go to places like that, I'm like, I got to move here. You still get a, get a house for a couple hundred grand up there. And it's pretty. And I did all kinds of fun things. I ate some uh, shitty, amazing food at Dick's Hamburgers 
where where the uh, the the slogan is I think a bag full of burgers. I think the slogan should just be fuck it, eat here because it was just one of those places that's been around forever and it was just, you know hand you know the sort of like fresh fries and whatever. I'm not going to just sing the praises of Dicks. There was a, a community of seagulls that seemed to be there as well for years. You could tell by the shit that they don't clean up out in front of Dicks that this was generations of seagulls that actually uh that lived at Dicks that that they ate there. They've been they've been having little bits and pieces of french fry and hamburger for generations. Some smart granddaddy goal said, fuck Seattle, I don't need water, I'm moving inland to Spokane, and uh, set up his family there at Dick's uh, in Spokane. I, I enjoyed that. I also went to a place called um, White's Boots. I'd never heard of it. And some dude emailed me, like last week, saying, you know, you're a boot guy, you got to go to White's. And I'm like, what is White's? And you go to this place, and, you know, you can't even, they have all these, they've been making work boots forever. But they have all these beautiful boots, but they fit you and then they make them for you right there in the shop. American made right there in the shop. You can't walk out with any boots and they have all these beautiful old styles. You got to check this shit out, man. White's boots in Spokane. Didn't even know they existed. And I'm a, I'm a fucking boot guy. And I'm looking around the place and I'm like, all right, do you got this in a 12? The guy's like, no. I'm like, how about this one? No, we don't have any boots right here. Not many. We got to fit you and make them for you. And you know, initially I was a little upset because I, I wanted to have the excitement of uh, an impulse buy where I could walk out with a four or $500 boots and then wonder if they fit properly for a month. But now I got to wait to do that. I don't know. Maybe it was just that I was away and staying in a hotel room and it was nice and clean and quiet. And uh, I, after Thursday's show, worrying about my new hour, a lot of stuff came together up there. I did a lot of fucking freeform comedy, had a lot of fans, and I just, thank you. Thank you, Spokane. That's all I got to say. And I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, let the cat out of the bag, but if you're looking to get out of wherever the fuck you are, I'm thinking Spokane, all right? Especially maybe if you're like some sort of small industry, that'd be nice for the town. Perhaps a, a, a reasonably uh, decent tech company or perhaps a manufacturer of things might want to move to Spokane to help that local economy there because uh, it's a fucking great town. I got, I just, I don't, I'm telling you, man, come on, man, just keep making it. The world needs content. I've had it with that word content, by the way. If you're a creative person and you're referring to your work as content, why don't you just call it garbage? Content is something the other side of the aisle, the executives, the studios, the platforms. That's the word they've made up uh, to diminish what we do. If you're a creator and you call your stuff content, then you're not really that much of a creator, are you? If you're calling it content, Look, I made some content. It's demeaning. It's disgusting. Guess what? We got a special guest. Special guest today, um, Adam Goldberg, who actually is on this show frequently because I like Adam Goldberg, and we have a, we have a fun time together, and I do that. You, you know, I don't know if some of you seem to think that we're changing the show. We're not. I, you know, I, if, if I like somebody and they got something going on and they've been on the show before, they're my friend, I'll come in and let them come in and talk about you know, 20 minutes or whatever about whatever to have a fun chat and then we have the main chat today paul dano is here to talk about uh, swiss army man but right now 
Why don't we listen to me and Adam Goldberg Jew it up a bit? <laughs> Adam is in a new Netflix original movie called Rebirth, uh, which you can uh, stream on Netflix starting uh, this Friday, July 15th. So this is me and Adam, and Adam's worked up a bit, as usual. You know, I have years and years worth of all photography and, 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 and you know. Pieces of film. Piece, film, pieces of film. And I have, you know, and I always have this sort of music backlog. Which is, is it why time for a, an Adam Goldberg retrospective? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, yeah, my, I thought about my first record when, when, I, when I made that a few years ago, calling it the best of, because it was just a culmination <clears throat> of just, shit I had done in six I see photographs, yeah. listening stations, yeah. and then like uh, video monitors with just clips. I, of no, the but, movies that I, you've been no, in? No, well, like I don't... Yeah, well, you, this sounds more like my, my wake. Um, I'm planning it. Yeah. I mean, that sounds nice. No, that I have wanted for years to do an exhibition, which was not video clips of me acting for for the love of hell, hell God. No, you just... But, that'd be like the joke area. Yeah, right, the joke area. Like, or this paid for this. <laughs> And yeah. then like, and then this clip, you know, yeah. from, from, uh, you know, the Anna Nicole Smith movie paid for this record, which you have underneath, which you can buy for. That's pretty funny. It is actually kind of funny. You put them on, you can put them on separate racks with the video, <laughs> right, right. with the film clip the, that, that paid, paid for, for it. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like it. I think and it's funny because yeah. before we went on air, yeah. as it were, we were talking about what the fuck are you going to do with my life, right? Yeah. So I guess maybe. But how often do you go through that though? Let's be no, honest. No, no, no. This is I'm I'm at a no. This is I mean this is new a new level of what the fuck am I going to do? No, it's a real one. I think it. I think I think it's. I think it's. I mean, look, everybody's. It's it's real for everybody. I, it's it's extra real now that like my baby isn't some sort of amorphous. Why don't blob. you and Jason Schwartzman start a business? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the co- coconut gold, coconut uh, yeah, yeah, sisters, coconut, Goldbergs. coconut sisters. Yeah. yeah, the coconut sisters. Yeah, and you guys can do your movies, and then you. It's can... amazing how t- I get that tweet though a lot. You know, what? it's like, oh, I just discovered that they were two different people, but really, you and Jason Schwartz. Yeah, we don't look. It's just literally if there were two black people, you're literally like, personality-wise the opposite people. Yeah, I don't know him. I, I've never. I think I met him when he was a kid. He's a fairly sweet, calm man. And I'm a fairly mean, agitated man. Is what the I don't think you're is. mean, right? Just more self-involved. Maybe. He's a little. He's he's calmer. Probably more. I think he, he probably he probably has everything in the world going for him, doesn't he? I mean, so do you? No, but yeah, I mean, you have a lovely wife and course, child. Yes, and of course. You, you were in a big movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. You were in a big movie. <laughs> I always think it's funny when people on Twitter, when I like tweet about Trump or whatever and somebody trolls and then they yeah. call me a has-been in, in order to get to me and I'm yeah. like, but it's not relevant because I never was. I'm I'm doing a better, if you want to just speak finan- economically, doing better no, now than I ever was I think you've done a lot of great work. This, uh, this new movie, Rebirth, is a fun movie. Right. So this movie- No, we don't have to. I'm, I, it wasn't a segue. I don't right. give a shit. That's the only movie recently where I have, that's the only acting work I've done recently where I actually- I'm I'm actually acting outside like, of my show, which you did. That was we did. Oh yeah, very yeah, 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 yeah. I was watching Rebirth, and I think that on my show, you think, it was a more challenging part, really. Yeah, maybe you you might be right. You just because upset, you, because you it's hard. To, it, well, it's hard you're to act. Obsessed, you're with obsessed. Some, it's hard to act with you. So, what do you mean? In that regard, because I'm so fucking no, good. No, was are you kidding? Was <laughs> that was the, that was supposed to be the seed of this major motion picture we were going to write? Which I we're think going was, to, but I, I thought you might have made it with this Rebirth guy. No, this is a fucking thriller. 
It's a thriller. Rebirth is a thriller. Oh, and I didn't make I didn't, it. I didn't direct it. I didn't, I didn't write it. The end. So it, it turns you watched into a the thriller. opening credits. I saw you as I walked in the door. No, I watched when you came in. Yeah. And, that and he sat down and I'm like, oh, something's fucked up. Something's going to happen. Yeah, this is an old friend. Yeah. He's like, hey, where you yeah. been? You're I'm like, a bad influence. Bad influence guy. It's actually a good role. No, sure. I auditioned for this role. You did? Yeah. I haven't gotten a part I've auditioned for in many years. Everything you've so seen. So everything's looking up and you're all depessed. No, nothing's looking up. Listen, listen. So, See, I think that you're not looking at your life in the right perspective. I think you have a lot of things. You've accomplished a lot of things. You have an, a lot of nice leather goods. It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you have yeah. a, you have a, an aesthetic. Mm-hmm. You're a very compulsive and talented photographer. Mm-hmm. You play music. Mm-hmm. You have a lovely wife who's yeah. also employed and creative. Mm-hmm. Your son, we'll see what happens. Yeah, right. But uh, but like I think it's just a matter of bringing it all together. Well, it is a matter of bringing it all Maybe together. Maybe you, Jason Schwartzman, and Crispin Glover. Oh, dear Lord. You just, like, you guys just do a group show. Right. Shoot the cookie, it's called. <laughs> um, but, uh, what? I, uh, I'm gonna, hold on a second. Is that, you have a cough thing or like a burp button? We'll just cut it out. <sighs> okay, so. Don't cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, now this is a different camera. Yeah, this is now. This one is hard to find. Yeah, this is a Graflex Norita, uh-huh. a medium format camera from a the seventies. A lot 70s. of people looking for it. It's hard to find, but okay. I don't know if a lot of people are looking for it. Yeah, they get snatched up pretty quickly. Uh, what's good about it? This this is one of the fastest medium format lenses you can find. It's an eighty millimeter two o, mm-hmm. and that's considered quite fast for medium format lens. Like the fastest thirty five millimeter lens would be a point nine five Noctilux for for a Leica or for a Canon. But um, listen so, to you talk. So acting's just sort of like something you have to do. Now. <laughs> you don't even. Is... It's like oh, I got to do the acting well, to make some money. Yeah, I bought two of these recently because they're so precious and they don't work very well. That uh-huh. I wanted to make sure that I had a backup. But the lens is is key. Incredibly shallow depth of field. Uh huh. So right now, let's see. I'm gonna get your. I'm gonna have some microphone and the. Oh, and also I can do some doubles ex, double exposures with this. You like the double exposures? Well, you know that about me. I do. I mean, there's, I do. that's no secret. No, everyone knows that. I mean, that everyone that, on Twitter. That that's out. Yeah, yeah, everyone on Twitter who's yeah, up no. at three in the morning going, "Why is Adam taking pictures?" Yeah, exactly. No, my my my. 7, Are you sleeping better? Ninety-seven. Um, actually, you know what's interesting is because uh, you're like a morning person. I get up. I think I just got some curtains that are going to stop that though. Wait, whoa. it took me years to realize it might be the sun <laughs> coming into my room at six. Wait a minute. What? I thought you got up because you were actually, that was like sort of one aspect of your personality. It seems to be, but it might be the sun. I'm going to find out soon. Hmm. Yeah. I I shot my last shot on you. Where do you go for film? The past to process it? Uh, well, there are labs. I do. I have. I have processed my own. They all know you, though, yeah. right? Oh, you yeah. got to be the guy. Like, oh yeah. Here comes Adam. Thank God. It's a. It's that's a lot of guys shoot film. It's much more than you would think. Okay. It's, I'm not judging. It's all right. No, no. But I'm I mean, being provocative. I wish I was the guy. I wish it was like they were staying open for me. But no, there's like a lot of you know. I, I'm sure it's probably art photography. Have you ever taken your 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 wares to get some gallery representation? I, mean, I haven't seems- actively done it. I haven't actively done it. I got I, I got a, I got a, uh, a commercial. Afraid? I got a commercial agent at one point, like a, a commercial rep for photography at one point. We're talking art. No, no, no. I realized, and then that was part of the issue. Is they kept wanting to send me out to do like FX. In fact, the, the irony is, I was on Fargo, and then and they were like, "We got a meeting with you, for, uh, for FX to shoot promos to shoot promos for Fargo." I'm like. I'm on that show. Uh, and I had the meet. I took the fucking meeting just because I didn't know what... 
I was doing with my life uh-huh. still. Uh-huh. So I thought, I guess I could shoot the press pack that I'm in. Yeah. Um, and did they let you? No. <laughs> um, and so we- How part- long have you not known what you're doing with your life? This is recent. I, I knew that the problem was is I knew what I wanted to do with my life when I was very very young. Yeah. And, and then what you realize is that you don't always get to do what you want with your life. So like 20 years? You've been not knowing what to do with your life? I thought I was on track to doing what I wanted to do. Right. And then suddenly I woke up. Yeah. And I mean, some there was something happened between 30 and 45. I yeah. don't know what it what what took place. I, well, there were some good times though. I don't know. Yeah, you do. I don't know where it's a complete. It's a total black hole. Right. You know, I see that there has been work that was. Ma- I mean, two movies were made and yeah. things. Somebody did something on my behalf. But you, you had a good time. And you were, bought cars you know, and a house and he pants and you, yeah, you got married. Sure. You know what? I did with, buy pants. You've been. You've been no, with, it's important to be married and have and have a child. No, the I'm problem not, is, is what the, what that does is then it presents you with 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 and I and I and again I he- hesitate to use the word a real problem. Everyone has real problems, right? But, but let me put it to you this way: given my current circumstances and my feelings about sort of acting and whatever yeah. in general, right? If I could, I would probably get rid of the house. Yeah. Keep the gear. Yeah. Go find an apartment. Keep the kid and the wife. No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, Is if, if there the was no, I'm sorry. If oh. there was no wife or child, oh, okay, okay. Right. I would go. I would downsize to the point where I mean, maybe I would. Maybe I open up a be a private investigation uh, business. <laughs> I always did want to. Be, I, you <laughs> joke. That was one of the things I looked into when I gra- when I graduated. When I jo- dropped out of college, yeah. one of the first things I did was PI? look in the phone book to see if I could apprentice. Yeah. Uh, a private investigator. Well, yeah. It sounds like you you got the gear, and you're gonna have one a studio <laughs> apartment. Yeah, I got set. I got some old film gear. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I can give you I can I can give you the results of your yeah, yeah. your wife is cheating on you last month because I got the two broken watches. Right, like yeah. I put the watch under his yeah uh, under his tire. Right, exactly. Yeah, and and here's some and here's some, I finally got the film developed. Yeah, turns out they unfortunately in the interim she probably left town already with the guy. <laughs> But but looks like they were cheating six yeah. months ago. And, and look, here's a double exposure. Yeah, right, cheating. right. So it's like though they're not in the same room at the same time. I shot him over here yeah. and her over there. But wait, wait, but wait. I this is a, a rendering of what it might look like. It's if pretty the two cool though, right? You dig it? Yeah, I shot this on a Narita. Yeah, you know, it's very sh- right. medium depth of field. Right, right, very shallow depth of field. So I thought you might appreciate that, sir, sir. Um. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, that's the movie. The, the, guy, the, the guy who's a the private eye, but he's doing it the old way. Yeah, the, in whole the new world. He's a whole total fucking holdout. Yeah, yeah. When are we going to do our movie? No, but seriously, oh. because we're not going to. We I don't done know it. what. What do you mean? I'm I'm about to stop everything after November. What's doing going with your show? I don't think it's going anymore. Really? Well, I mean, how many do I got? I, I think it's done. You know, really? I don't want to be one of those people that's sort of like, oh, let's do another one because we can. Like, did this season's very heavy and it ends in a very sweet place, and it was, it was uh, conceived to be. My parents-in-law really like it. Do they? No, they really do. They, I haven't, I haven't, I have it all on the DVD. Yeah. the whole season. This season, I think, like my acting was better. It's like all, it's a whole different show. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I like the where it's at. Like the British, they, they do like four seasons, right. three seasons. How many need to do? I, I don't, I don't know. I've never been in the situation where I've been on anything that's lasted longer than like six months. I have no idea what you would do. I mean, and I certainly haven't had my own show, so I don't. I've just been looking at recent movies that are, you know, our, our attempts at doing the movies that we like. What what are they? I would like to know. Like the good guys, 
Oh, right, right, right. Which I you didn't know, see. Was it good? It was okay. I mean, I thought their dynamic was good. I but thought see, that, But they're literally setting it in the 70s. No, I know, but, but even... But I know but, what you're but saying. You could it's, watch, it's inspired by that. But Freebie and the Bean's probably a funnier, better movie mm-hmm. on some level. Like, there's an effort to but it No, all. that's what I'm saying is, is that when you when you take something and then and, and you're inspired by it and then you do a sort of a literal interpretation of it or, or put it actually yeah. in the 70s, we need to make a, seven, a feeling, a, a movie that evokes that feeling without, without, r- without ripping it Without off. actually... Yeah. Yeah. setting it in the se- <laughs> could please put, use this portion of the don't cut this out what with, with the, the guy gardener. blowing yeah because I think it says something that I was scheduled during the during the I, I, no I, we ended up you know having a conversation you know averting a meltdown in the house yeah uh, you being insecure about your stereo equipment in front of mine <laughs> 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 and then you know we talked very revealing isn't we it? talked smoothies for yeah. a little while we both drink the same smoothie kinda I do coconut milk or almond milk I don't yeah, always me neither, do almond but milk but I, I freeze the bananas I freeze the, stro- the blueberries I, when I'm when I'm Roxanne will freeze them when she doesn't freeze them I don't get around to doing it right so that's the, very very diligent of you to do that well, sometimes it's, I'll do it it's fun because it's like a milkshake oh, I, I was also so in much. Vegas for the day yesterday and I ate a steak and uh, I've and been peanut off the red pie. meat lately because I've been having. What I didn't tell you oh. was that for four months in, yeah. in in New York, I've been. I told you this in text. You I've couldn't been, see us because you were, you know, ill. No, you were ill, but we kept getting sick. Right. We just got, I, I was sick practically the entire time of one thing and the other. But I've been having some recurring uh, perennial and prostitutes pain. Uh huh. So you're you're, you're Prost- inside prost- your ass hurts. Prostatic. Yeah. Your balls ache. More perennial. Uh huh. Oh yeah, that's bad. Kind of shooting up to the my yeah. my, my. But that you know what, region. dude? It's like you know that'll go away. I don't know that. <laughs> I had I got a CT scan with contrast while I was there. They did actually find a small hernia, a small inguinal hernia with uh-huh. a blood. Were said, you with, happy? They said, they I said, knew it. They said with a bladder ear. Uh, what does that mean? Exactly. I I, I I said that to my gastroenterologist the other day. He's like, I don't even know what a bladder ear is, <laughs> but I guess I fucking have one. Give it to me. Leave it to me to have a bladder ear. Yeah. My bladder has an ear. Well, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Adam. What? Snap out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you do your, You look good. You're healthy. No, nice I'm trying to tell you I'm not. No, but I think you are. I mean, I, uh, I... You know what happens to most things when you feel them? They go away. I know, you're right. That's true. That's what Roxanne says. <laughs> what are all those notes? Not for this interview. No, <laughs> those, are, those are handwritten letters that people write me. Oh, that's nice. Should we read one? No, I'll let's read, read one, one on the air. No, I've, I'll read them later. Let's, oh, I'd let, like to read one. No, let's I'm stay wanna, focused. They look really like people, because you should see the letters I get. Enclosed is, uh, please, <laughs> I enjoy your show, The Goldbergs. Can you <laughs> get it? Because that's not my I guy. know, I get it. Who am I sharing the show with? I don't know. I think it, I think it's important. I'll find out for you. How about like a best of the Keith Richards? <laughs> well, I'm not going to put you on a shitty show. No, but I want to be, how about a little Keith Richards? I don't do best of the that Keith was a, Richards. That was good. I told you that was good, right? I, I think sent so. you a text. That was that was. Yeah, that's up there remarkable. under uh, those two pieces of paper pinned up there. The one on the left is my Keith Richards notes, and the one on the right is my Neil Young notes. Oh shit! I haven't heard, listened to the Neil Young one. It yet. was Roxanne fun. It was hard. Yeah. Did she like it? I don't know if she heard it. She just said, "Holy shit, Neil Young's on." You gotta, we gotta listen. So, you had a, a tolerable time on the Gaffigan show. Yeah, this, I had a tolerable time on the show, but I had a, a, a bad time in New York, except you, Bridget St. John, who yeah, you worked I was produ- with. Yeah, I was very productive photo- photographically, but I was I saw- But you didn't feel well. Do you know how many doctors I saw? I can't, for real, do you Well, know New York doctors? doctors, that must have been fun for you. It's kind of fun, but their places are kind of shitty. Uh, like it's not they, like the old days. 
it is exactly like the old days. They've stopped in time, those offices. I mean, there were there were implements in those offices that looked like they were used on that show with, uh, what's his name? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know. The, 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 the doctor Marcus show Welby? that takes place in the Victorian era. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Well, I mean, how much do you have to update certain things? What do you need? I don't know. You know, in the end, it's all getting shoved up your ass. So right. it doesn't really matter as long as I sterilize it. Have you really asked about, you know, gone deep in yourself about why the oh, ass it's problems? Gone, it's gone really deep in myself. I mean, I'm. I mean, I've had more. Honestly, I had more. I was saying that 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 prostatitis is like is like uh, is better than grinder. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, I had more. I had more people's fists up my ass in the last four months. I mean, have I thought about why I've had pain there? Yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting. Well, it's, why it's, you fr- keep going to get things put in your ass? Well, I also, know. it's a Freudian. It's interesting. It's, yeah. it's a Freudian. Th- also, it's my urethra is in pain as well. Your urethra. My my urethra is in pain, like when you pee. The whole area is just jacked. <laughs> All right. Um, and uh, Rebirth, Netflix, July fifteenth. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Which I, be... I'm genuinely proud of that movie. Yeah, no. Like I really need to make a point of saying that. I I worked. I actually worked. I worked hard. Yeah, that no. Doesn't I... mean, that doesn't mean it's good. That doesn't mean I'm good. Working hard, people stink. And I've acted with you. You're you're the real deal. I appreciate that. And I'm glad you enjoyed this role. So you're proud of it. I am proud of it. Okay, good. And some people should watch it. It's a thriller. You're the you're the the bad influence and the other guys kind of antagonist in a, in a you know sort of a dead end life in the office. It's a dead end life. Yeah, it has a sort of and, and it's sort of, of like the Sean fin- Penn movie, The Game. It's fin- Fincher esque in that regard. Yeah. Right. Um, well, good. Well, that's good. But I'm still concerned about other things. No, I mean to- we. Yeah, not much has been resolved. Do you have other acting work coming up? Not really. No. What no. happened to that thing you did with Bruce Willis that I was up for? I don't know. I did three movies last summer. Uh, one of them uh, is another one I'm proud of. Uh, is this movie? Uh, well, now it's called. It was called The Force. Now it's called Between Us, which played at Tribeca with also the Netflix movie. And I don't know what's going on with that. And that movie's got uh, Ben Feldman, Olivia Thurby, who are they're fucking great in this movie. Uh, what the hell? It's so hard with movies. Oh no, it's really hard. this movie. Just to get a movie, no, like, the movie, out in the the movie is is a beautiful movie, and I became pals with the director Rafa, and his lovely wife and their kid, and and it's like one, and you know they they're just they made a lovely like a genuinely beautiful little relationship movie. Why don't we do a series? And I never fucking pitch this, since like this is going to be cut down. Mm-hmm. You know, to 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 be interesting. Mm-hmm. I uh, think I, honestly, I, I mean, no, it's I, all I, I take umbrage. I take it's umbridge. A, don't take umbridge. I, I no, I, I just to tighten it up a little. No, it's gonna no. tighten. Listen, this is. I not, think we're, I'm sharing the show with 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 uh with Kenny G. I know. Can I get Kenny G? Hey, have you have you tried? No. Have you tried Trump? I'm not gonna do him. Why would I let him talk at me for an hour? Yeah, I know. That's a, that's you're right. Well, you're not gonna have a conversation with the guy. So all right, but it'd be funny just to have him in. Just the uh, this neighborhood would be funny. Just it would be funny. Look, God forbid he's president. I'll talk to him. Okay. So, well, no. What I'm saying is maybe we should get some of this on video. Yeah, you know, me and you having conversations about life. You know that thing that we did, right? That that meerkat, right, the, the meerkat, the pre periscope. <laughs> that, that's a very. The, we're the only people on meerkat. Yeah, I know, but that I'm telling you. <clears throat> I, we get requests for that. You've seen those come in. I know. Is to, it to, available? Well, because what? Because so in that era of meerkat, the, which, the meerkat's nothing. Okay, well, I don't know what it is. It's Periscope, right? But before Periscope, there it was, was meerkat, meerkat for a and week. It, it was the third for day it was out, and and you and I had like a three hour long conversation, and it did save to my phone, but it saved all out of sync. All the sound is out of yeah. sync. 
So if somebody wants to volunteer yeah. to take three hours of fucking iPhone footage and sync it up. And we move around too. We go all over. We yeah. start in Veselka. Yeah. We go up Bowery or something. Right now. And you're right. We go down Bowery. Yeah. And then we end up at the Bowery at Hotel. At the Bowery Hotel. And then we meet these people in the lobby. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you were really having a hard time with. And then we go up to your room for like another hour. Yeah. For like a post, yeah. you know, game. Yeah, yeah. You know, sort of yeah. uh, hungover recap for me. Yeah. Um, you were cool. Yeah. Clean. Mm-hmm. Clean as a whistle. Clean as a whistle. Um. Anyway, I we shot in Velsaco recently on the Gavigan show. I was nostalgic for our... For our I, yeah, yeah. I, I, what do you mean? I would... Obviously, I would do that. Particularly if I could... If things could actually be worked out you're in gonna, what way your guy's gonna have to gain that down a little bit he's gonna have to compress the shit out of that what what you just yelled yeah i've been watching the levels all right so we'll work on that people can go watch uh, re, uh reboot rebirth i think it's rebirth it's rebirth mm-hmm. uh gaffigan shows on sundays at 10 p.m yeah. On TV land, yeah um you're you'll be if anyone wants to provide adam with a nice new house <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right. There sync might it. be some some jeans and a couple guitars in trade. Right. Or for that. sync some sound on some iPhone video or uh, right. or stick some pliers up my ass. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> it, but it, newer pliers. Yeah. He, he has yeah. a problem with the older pliers. Yeah, I don't like the old stuff. <laughs> Good to see you. Nice to see you. So that movie, the thriller that he's talking about, Rebirth, you can stream it on Netflix starting uh, Friday, July 15th. Folks, what? I've always found Paul Dano's uh, acting very interesting. He's an exciting actor. He's odd. He's unique. He's got a lot of uh, sort of strange emotional range. I've liked him in Little Miss Sunshine. I liked him in There Will Be Blood. I liked him in the new movie. I liked Swiss Army Man. Actually, I liked it uh, a lot. It's... (laughs) It's odd. It's in theaters now, and uh, I was, you know, I was excited to to see what Paul Dano was like. So this is me and uh, Paul Dano. You just got here. I did. Well, I was in Korea a few days ago. I flew home to New York for a day and a half. And Korea. I'm here in sunny L.A. Sunny L.A. Where you spend time, you've been here a lot lately, I imagine, over the years. I have, yeah. You know, I, I like it here a lot more. When I first came here, when I was 18, yeah. to L.A., it was uh, it was like an allergic reaction. I was very overwhelmed by just being sort of around what I do. But I think because I was unformed and impressionable. Um, and so I had to just stay in New York where, where, and around where I grew up. Sure, and, where you're protected by uh, regular people. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but now I, I, uh, I dig it more and more. So Where'd you go? Why were you in Korea? What the hell was going on over there? Uh, I was doing some acting. Um, in Korea? Yeah, with a guy named Bong Joon-ho, who's a, a filmmaker I really like. He made uh-huh. a film called Memories of Murder uh, and a, a film called The Host that I think are just wonderful and a film called Snowpiercer. That's probably the one that people know the most. But uh, he's the real deal. Uh, How'd you been... find him? You just started watching his movies? Someone Did he ask for you? Did you reach out to him and say, dude, 
I mean, he'd make a movie with you. You know, we actually met a long time ago when he was at BAM in Brooklyn uh -huh. for a screening, and I yeah. was a fan, but yeah. uh, we just kept in touch via email. Um, and then when he'd come to New York, we'd hang out, get drunk. He's super funny. Yeah. Like a little perverted, like yeah. sense of humor, uh -huh. you know, and I was like, okay, I like this guy, you know. And so we, we became friends, and, and, and now we're working together. Are you the only um, English-speaking actor? No. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Tilda Swinton and myself are sort of the... the yeah, that's, that's some big acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's they're all a, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's no, a big, it a big acting force. <laughs> you, that must have been just like, uh, uh, were you just sitting there? Do you realize that? Do you have scenes with both of them? Um, I've scenes with Tilda, not not so much with Jake, but I've worked with Jake before. Right. In, uh, uh, oh, in the- Prisoners. I watched that movie. Yeah. Yeah, that was a scary movie. And, you know, you were, you were in a tough space. <laughs> Yeah, that was tough. I have to say, that was one of those that paid off when it was done. You know, I felt good about it when it was done, wow. and I think it's a good film, and I think the people who I got to work with yeah. are wonderful, but I can't say that sitting in a hotel room in Atlanta reading about, uh, like, um, abuse and PTSD, and e e e e e right. you know, that's... Yeah, I can't remember. I think I, the, that's a, who was that, Hugh Jackman? Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and Jake was like the, the cop, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, you were um, the suspect, but it turned out to be a little more elaborate. It was almost like one of those true detective stories. Yeah. We can no. spoil it now. It's been out no, over a year. No, it's been out. And that's why it was kind of a cool character in some ways. You know, yeah. he, he was actually a victim. Even right. Even you think he's, uh, you know, a bad yeah, well, guy. Yeah, well, it's interesting what we project onto people. Just because yeah. you look a certain way. Like, you know, that guy wanted to believe you were the guy because you were freakish. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And really, he was just somebody who, Angry. you know, got, you know, yeah. Well, I mean, if you got taken, I mean, yeah, he's in a state of, you know, trauma. Yeah. And so I, I would, when you read that, I don't, I don't hold uh, that, 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 that character's flaws against him. You know, actually, uh -huh. that's a pretty empath, empath empathic place to come from like so you know sure. even though he seems evil at the outset you know actually like i think it's somebody you you could feel for like man that guy got you know it's yeah. not his fault yeah he's he's human yeah well that was sorry that that happened with the character in lie as well right mm. i mean I, i'm i didn't see that movie and i apologize i've no, seen a lot fine. more of your movies <laughs> i've seen more mo i've seen a lot of your movies yeah 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 I saw the new movie. We can talk about that in a second. Yeah. But um, but LIE was your big break, correct, basically? Yeah. I mean, you know, I was probably 16, but looked 12. Yeah. Um, well, you look 16 now. How old are you now? Yeah. I, I How just, old are you? I just turned 32 last week. Did you really? Yeah. You're holding up pretty well. 32. Oh, come on. No, no, it's how great. Do you it's great. I how love do you it. think you're going to age, really? I feel like it's all going to kick in maybe at, at 42. Uh, you're just going to get old in a day. I'm, I'm waiting for if the metabolism changes because I, 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 I eat well, yeah. even though I'm scrawny. Right. You know, you're so. one of those uh, enviable, enviable people yeah, who no, can just I eat whatever that. you want and not that. put on a pound. People, hold, people, people don't like hearing that. But when you took, well, let's go, let's go all the way back. Yeah. But before I, I, I don't want to leave anything trailing off here. Where, where was it? Oh yeah. Tilda Swinton. So you're doing scenes with Tilda Swinton, who's uh, just a, an acting um, monster. She's a, yeah. she's like, uh, she's amazing. Yeah. When you act, and I've done a bit of acting, I don't, I don't have any training, but I, I can pretend pretty good. Yeah. When you know that Tilda Swinton is there, are you just acting like a person, or are you like, can you feel her acting? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah, it's a good question. I've been really, really lucky to work with a lot of wonderful people. Yeah. That's something that excites me and gets me off and sort of inspires yeah. me. And I hope somehow I'll become a better actor myself by, you know, the same way like uh, you play ping pong against somebody who's better than you, you you're going to get better. Or you, you know? quit ping pong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so... Um, I think it. I don't think I think about that much. Actually, I usually feel that when it's done. Like right. last year, I did a film called Youth, and and Michael Caine, Harvey Keitel, and Jane Fonda are in it. I like that movie a lot. Yeah, it's cool. But like when I was doing press stuff for yeah. it, was the time where I went, "Holy shit!" I'm sitting next to Jane Fonda, and I've I love Jane Fonda. Sure. But when we're doing it, I I don't think, I don't think I let that come in too much because. Um, feel like one you're focused on your thing and sure. two i i don't think you want to um let that be yeah you know. do, like worry about that yeah. but also you've been doing it a long time where you realize like this is our job there's jane yeah. fonda she's here to do the job of acting with me yeah yeah yeah, yeah I you guess definitely so. feel like that I, I mean i felt that way uh you, you know in the in the little experience i had doing my show that you, you know you, these people come who you're familiar with your whole life yeah and you're yeah you're a fan and you're in awe but it's sort of like no we're just we're all actors yeah, I we're think here so. to work. Yeah, and look, I, my job is to delude myself so I can delude myself into not uh, being, you know, intimidated right. for a little bit, and then. You but, know. but you're sitting there next to Michael Caine. Yeah, and uh, he's just—it's uh, effort. It's like effortless with that guy, it, and it truly is. Really, I mean, I think the first take—if—if <laughs> if he got the words right, you've got it. it really, is effortless, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful to watch. Um, and it's and it's certainly something to aspire to. Yeah. What was it you did? You did most of your scenes with him in that movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just watched that movie by coincidence. I didn't know about it, and now I want to see the other work of that director because there seems to be a trend in films right now that that there are these. I guess they're indie movies, but they're real. They're they're really sort of insensibility art movies. I, I think yeah. that. Swiss Army Man is an art movie, mm. really. I mean, mm. you would have to. I mean, it's very mm. entertaining mm. Uh, and it's compelling. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, I think you know, for me, that that film has the potential to to really have both. Almost, yeah. The way right. that yeah, that's maybe what I mean. A, Same with Youth too. I thought in the Lobster that of, I saw. Yeah, sort of out there, like pop song or a B-side pop song. Like, yeah, yeah. I think it can be for an audience, but I think, yeah, there's a lot a lot more to it. I think there's a lot at work, and, and I think that's exciting. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't mean uh, art film by the, by in the way that it's going to distance people. Right. right, you, right. you know, or, or, or be too bizarre uh, or, or cryptic for people to understand. I mean, it's it's driven by uh, a, a lot of gas. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but, you know, literally, but I, but, you know, because I never really thought about it that way until I, I told my producer, I, he asked me if I saw the farting movie. <laughs> yeah. Are you getting yeah. a lot of that? I am. And, and, and I'm, I'm all for that. You know, in fact, I love, <laughs> I love telling people that, like, this is, this is my, this is my fart film. Like, mm -hmm. it's like something you're supposed to check off, like a box, you know, like, yeah. Oh, I did my sci fi film. Yeah, or, you, you did, you know, my, my Western or my, like, this is my fart film, you know? <laughs> I don't know that anyone has ever said that before. Yeah. I think you might be the only one that's able to say that this is my fart film. I love it. I don't know what it says about me, but it, I mean, I was so excited by the sense of humor in the film, and and it's like a it's like some secret part of ourselves that we don't always get to you, you know let come out to play, or that you're just like with your friends but not out in the world. And sure. So something actually kind of private and vulnerable about it too, because I'm farting. Like, well, yeah, sure. No, no, I know. I, I agree yeah. with you. Because you know, yeah. there there's this idea that it's gratuitous to do fart jokes, but fart jokes are are probably the oldest type of joke 
There are. You know, outside yeah. of hostile jokes, you know, where people are, are getting laughs just for hitting other people. Right. I think the fart has been funny as as, as soon as humans are able to laugh. Yeah. 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 I mean, why, why is that? Because it is just a bodily function. Right? I know, but it's surprising. Sometimes yeah. it happens at the wrong time. They all yeah. sound different. They stink. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, they're... Uh, they, they, I think, fundamentally embarrassing. I mean, there is a certain amount of pride in them, yeah. either for length, tone, yeah. or the power <laughs> of the smell. But yeah. that's all. That's in small circles. That, yeah. You know, that's not for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it almost is in private circles. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Am I wrong about that? About what? That they're sort of exciting. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, like you know, if you have that type of intimacy with somebody, that's certainly a a a, 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 a testament to intimacy. Like when you're in a relationship, when you cross the fart barrier. Well, yeah, totally. It's a very important day. And, and, and once you do it once, you're like, I'm gonna, this is the way it's going to be now. That's right. Because <laughs> cause we need to be ourselves. Well, I think that there's a, there's, there's a real scene in that movie because your character is so awkward and insecure and, and sort of um, you know, self-loathing to a degree. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. You know, that, that moment of freedom. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to spoil it. It'd be hard to spoil it, but, but uh, you know, you own it. Well, look, dude, now that's, <laughs> now see, so you got it. Like, but that's amazing. Okay, so look, yeah. first of all, so this film, one thing the director said to me when I when I met them was, we, and this has to do with the, the history of the, the, the fart joke, and yeah. is, you know, we want to make a film where the first fart makes you laugh and the last fart makes you cry. Mm-hmm. And that was a discussion? I, yeah, I was in. That's all I needed to hear. That was the pitch? Yeah. Dude, come on. If we could do that, if we could, yeah. if we could, that yeah. would be a miracle. It's like it's like space travel. I mean, come on. <laughs> I was so into that idea. Yeah. I thought, this is fucking brilliant. Yeah. If we could do that, can you imagine? And then I've, but uh, I was so, proud of you. Well, thanks. But, but so, so, but also if the, if the, yeah. the film is what you're saying about my character, maybe being self-loathing is, is great that you picked up on that because I do think he is somebody who his own shame um, has prevented him from either loving or receiving love, you know, in his life and, and from loving himself. And, you know, I think it's hard to exist in the world. And, and when you feel that way, you continue to isolate yourself usually, you, you know. Um, yeah, because you feel uh, uncomfortable in your own skin and you're constantly projecting what other people are thinking about you. But it's really just you. Yeah. 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 And so it's like a, like it's a very you're almost invisible and it's invisible and lonely, yeah. you know, and that's what this guy is. And then, you know, through this this farting dead body, yeah. uh, you know, he does learn to have fun again or be happy again or to have just some kind of connection where he actually feels seen or heard or loved mm -hmm. um, or receives it or or is able to give it and yeah the that the, the 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 fart is not just a cheap joke but it is i think in the end uh a, a way to uh declare some kind of love Sure, or, 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 freedom. or freedom or yeah, yeah something some sort know. of like uh self-ownership yeah. in a weird way this is me yeah, exactly. Finally, it was quite yeah. a journey for yeah. that character to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like you know, I I don't know when you look at a script like that. I, I guess uh, what's the name of the writer director? Daniel. The Daniels. The Daniels. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, two uh -huh. different guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where do they come from? 
I believe one's from Alabama, one's from I want to say Massachusetts. Is there maybe. a second movie? They met in college. No, that's their first film. First film. They've made videos and shorts, uh, music videos and short films, which are are, are excellent. So these are, but, but guys who like they're young, yeah. And but you know to take this this premise, do you when you look at that script, do you ask yourself what is the reality of this movie? I mean, because it's one of those movies where you're like. What, what what where is this landscape is this a real thing is like because at the end you sort of have to ask yourself how much was you know maybe a hallucination right and frankly you know i'm i'm happy to let somebody have their their own feelings about that right you, sure you, you know i i actually don't think it's probably like the most important thing whether it's oh no real or not but or, as or, you play it you when know. you look at the script do you go like okay so this landscape it does okay yeah totally i know what you're saying uh i i think um totally real for me right as an actor mm -hmm. um and it turned out to be much more challenging material than i expected that part of me wanting to do this film yeah was my own like desire to like go have fun mm -hmm. like the daniels have such creative joy and spirit in mm -hmm. their work if you see their music videos too but just seeing the film they have a real spirit, and that's something. I the, literally the first time I saw their work, I thought to myself, "Whatever juice those guys are drinking, like yeah. I want some." Sure, you know, and that's literally what you know. I wanted that. I mean, talking about especially like we were just talking about film like Prisoners, right? And like, you know, that like I in my life was craving literally like I want to go fuck around. You, you yeah. know, um, oh, like, that so you part lighten of up me, a little bit, yeah, have some yeah, fun. or just you know that yeah. part, like another part of me. The part of me that that thinks that you know a farting human jet ski is like fucking brilliant and hilarious yeah. you, you know which people may not know that i would like just like think that that's the greatest thing in the world right so um so i look at it completely real and i was really excited but but once you get into that it's actually a really hard thing to be totally convicted about i mean, I mean meaning like wow okay like some of this dialogue is is really challenging actually like to explain to a essentially like a child but a, a dead guy who's forgotten everything like what's what's right. sex what's a boner what's yeah life, and daniel what's radcliffe love? was great it was great like, i mean great that was a tough one really tough yeah no no seriously <laughs> yeah it's a really hard part and he it really he, was he killed it yeah yeah and uh and but he seems like not unlike you a very open guy nice guy i've had him in here like you know also up for up, up for the challenge to to transcend the potter yeah uh, he's he, a total sweetie and a and a like he he'll do anything like yeah. he's balls to the wall once he's in on something you yeah know, it's yeah. great and we needed that you know? yeah, yeah. Well, it, well it came out well i mean i like i watched it <laughs> well because look you know there's yeah. some movies like in the last two movies i've seen you in the last three movies i've seen you in you know were, were very interesting movies but youth and uh this one you know those were you know they're they're compelling movies that that don't necessarily explain themselves obviously mm -hmm. this one is much funnier yeah and 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 youth was really uh, an exploration of age oddly mm -hmm. uh but um but the landscape was equally as surreal and a little peculiar mm -hmm. yeah that character was like an actor who was kind of drying out or relaxing yeah. in between and thinking about a role oh yeah. then then you got to put on the hitler outfit <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's the. <laughs> yeah, that was great. When I, you know, was was gonna do that when I accepted that part, so to speak, I was yeah. really excited by the director, the actors. The script was really kind of um, had its own little magic to it. All yeah. the details that that guy Paolo is seeing, and 
And so I just kind of washed over the Hitler thing. I was like, okay, I'll figure that out. Right. Then when I went to really think about it, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, oh, my, I had like an existential crisis, you know. About donning the Hitler yeah, costume? Yeah, yeah, I felt really strange about it for a while and, and really conflicted. And then I realized, well, I guess this is what that guy is going through. So I just use it. You know? uh-huh. I spent my 30th birthday dressed as that character. That, I name. was in Switzerland. <laughs> no, I can't even see. You know, it's weird. Literally, June 19th of two years ago. I I would I spent, you spent the day dressed as Hitler and that I don't think that yeah I don't think that helped the sort of yeah existential feeling going into your thirties yeah like, okay yeah uh, no no it's when you ask no. yourself where am I at this point in my life and you look down yeah I'm dressed as Hitler sitting at a table yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was good it's a good story yeah yeah it was good um, but what is your process when you when like when you're sitting there watching these these veterans yeah. Well, first of all, like I'm, I just I really get off on being around people who like, you know, I don't know. It's just great. So whether that's a director or an actor, or, and you definitely see things to be inspired by or go, you know, right? Like, man, I could probably just like take a breath right here, like Michael Caine, and just you know, really not, you know, right? I mean, it's gonna come. You right. Know, there's right. no. Or, you know, you could see another actor do something and go, you know what, I should I should try that. And then the trick is, though, like, it's figuring out what's best for you. Definitely when sure. I was a younger person, you know, you read about people, you see people, you want to be like this actor, you right. want to be like that. You know, l- luckily, you know, that, 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 that doesn't really cross, you know, one's mind anymore. You, you, you right. Know, you but you sort of learn you have to... Do how you're going to do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I, found, you know. I find that when I talk to actors, the ones that talk... Um, that it is it, it is hard to explain and it is sort of an evolving craft now however you put it in place whenever you nail it whenever you start to to really feel your own abilities that it does seem that the evolution of it is 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 really up to you that you know it's, it's not a trick or anything else but you're going to figure out ways to go deeper in in a scene or in a moment and you're going to surprise yourself and you know you might get some sort of emotional muscle memory from that yeah. Uh, by, you know, I imagine that sitting, you know, at a table dressed as Hitler on your 30th birthday did find some new territory within your heart and mind of things you can do and, and, and are willing to do and, and even the feeling of that. Totally. And, and you know what, that, that was a super surprising day of work actually, because I, I, there was the, the last thing I wanted to do on my 30th birthday was spend three hours of makeup of prosthetics, right? right. Sticky shit getting yeah. put on your face. Right. Having to hold still right. at 5 a.m. Uh-huh. And like, you, you, you know, but then you sort of go, okay, you know what? This is this is great. And I'm just going to give myself over this thing. And you go, fuck it. And then like the scene actually went great. And some things happened that I didn't know were going to happen. You, you For, know. Because of you? Well, I think just because I had to like get out of my own head. Right. I just had to go, fuck it. Yeah. And, you know, maybe I wouldn't have been in that place. I needed to say, fuck it, if it wasn't my 30th birthday. Right. And and then I had a great time doing the scene. So it, but in, so I, you know, surprised myself that it was so fun. Yeah. Which is a weird thing still to say. Well, you were, but yeah, I mean, it, not really, because it was, yeah. you were studying for a role within the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like you were, you know, being Hitler. Yeah. For, yeah. Did, did you, did they bring a cake to the set? Yeah, we had cake and champagne. Were you still wearing the Hitler outfit when you had the cake? I think I'd gotten it off. I hope so. Right, let's see. Yeah. That, that would have been good, though. That would have been good. Yeah. But you've been doing this a long time. I mean, what, how I long is it? Where'd you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Manhattan and then Connecticut. 
you were in Manhattan as a young kid. Mm-hmm. So you lived in a, a nice apartment in Manhattan. Your dad, what'd your dad do? That was like kind of a financial advisor. Yeah, we were in a one bedroom. There was four, my mom, dad, me and my sister. So eventually we moved to the suburbs sure. right? because- you What know, part of town were you growing up in? We were near like 61st and Lex. Uh-huh. And uh, and and you were there for how long? Till I was just how, there to like fourth grade. And then you then you moved to Connecticut, so your yeah. dad could work in the city. You like commuter train town, sure. right? Everybody takes yeah. the train in. You know, good public schools. So you yeah, have to pay, you know, sure. so it was easier to which you know, town afford to live. It was called Wilton. And yeah, I know Wilton. Yeah, yeah. yeah There's like a theater community, uh, or that's Westport, really. Right? Well, yeah, but you know, there, there is a little. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, Westport, you know, it's right there because yeah. all the uh, stage actors live around. I guess a there bit. are a bunch. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they always had pretty good uh, little theater situations in those Connecticut towns. Yeah, I guess that you know, like doing community theater is is you know in Connecticut where probably I, good. Where I started is uh, it? Yeah, kind of really at this uh, theater in New Canaan, mm-hmm. which I believe was called the Powerhouse Theater. Um, mm-hmm. But honest, I mean, like little, you know, this was like community. Yeah, I mean, uh, how old were you? Oh, I, well, whenever I moved there, I started doing it. I think it was one of those things where you move towns and I believe my mom just had me do like every extracurricular activity there was. To integrate you into the Every uh, sport, town? every, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 which, you know, um, and, and just like the, the theater was one of them. So like, you know. You How, would, what, what sports? Um, basketball is my favorite sport. I still play a little bit, you yeah. know. Um, I played soccer. You know, I played all. I played most sports. I played soccer. I played hockey. Even Any a of them when stick? I was young. Just basketball is yeah. the one I still. I don't like going to the gym, but I love like playing a sport. Mm-hmm. I, I love sports, so yeah. I love watching sports. Really? Yeah, love it. Love that, it. That's good. Yeah. I never got that. Oh man, I just like yeah. I know I'm good. super into it. I just see yeah, how people they're like uh, the people who are the best at what they do in the world, and I think they're artists. You know, honestly, sure. they're uh, you know um, yeah. Well, you know who made me appreciate it more was that guy um, Chuck Klosterman. Yeah, yeah, and he was talking about how you you know it's in his new book, but there was a bit on football in there. He says that it's really the only thing you can watch, especially on television. Where you honestly don't know what's going to happen, yeah, because it's all relative to these humans doing this amazing thing, yeah, that uh, doesn't have a script. Totally, and I feel that it is drama. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is, and 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 I'm I'm into that. I love the stats of it. I love the the oh, details. Yeah? yeah, the strategy. You're in. Um, so yeah, and that's what you know. A lot of a lot of times I do. You know, seven people ask, "What are you, what's your favorite thing on TV?" and you know, That's pretty it, huh? much the only thing. I mean, I watch a lot of movies. You know, I watch a lot of movies, but a lot of old movies. But if I'm going to watch TV, it's usually yeah, sports. And you play music too? Yeah, I used to play a bunch. You know, I, I still What's noodle. You play you instrument? Know. Guitar? Yeah, I play guitar a little bit. You yeah. know, um, I used to play a lot. Uh, but yeah, I like to travel with a little, you know, beater guitar just sure. to like have. In a, when you're in a hotel room for sure. weeks, you know, yeah. away from everything. Um I have a friend now who has a studio to like jam in or like a little rehearsal space uh-huh. and, and I think it would be fun to go plug in and see what that feels like again. But Open it up. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, yeah. uh, uh, it would be fun. I miss, I do miss that. In fact, that is something that I get off on wh- where you get from certain films like A Swiss Army Man where you're really like collaborating and playing with people. Yeah. You know, and and that has that feeling that you know that there's really a special feeling when you i mean i see your instruments here 
when you play with people i know and it clicks for a moment it's fucking great you know, i gotta do it more it's really uh special feeling so i do miss that and and sometimes i get that through my work um well i imagine with the in the new movie especially that you, you must get it yeah uh, i mean i know you uh, it's scene for scene and, and some days are tedious and sometimes yeah. there's a lot of takes but it seems to me that you know in the ensembles that you've been in certainly in the movies i've seen um you, you're working with you know pretty amazing actors and and a lot of times it's pretty kind of one-on-one type of shit totally and 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 i yeah exactly and i dig that and i think that's why i keep saying like but the people you know it's yeah. almost like that band feeling even with the director like sure. you know you know when you meet with people or you see their work like oh we have something we have something in common you know yeah like let's you know get into it so what when did you start doing it seriously well, I started doing plays in New York, off-Broadway and Broadway, even in late middle school, early high school. So, you know, I started technically very young, and I did my, my LIE. I was 16. Sure. Y- y- you know. But um, you'd already done theater. I'd done theater, but, you know, I Like what? Um, I did a play called Inherit the Wind with George C. Scott and Charles Durning. And, you those know, guys. People. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my, those guys are like, like mountains. Yeah. Acting mountains. That must have been a lot of spit and yelling. You know, well, there was definitely a lot of spit and yelling, but um, I wish I remembered it sure. better. You know, for me, I think it was kind of like, oh, cool. You know, um, you don't remember George C. Scott like, who's this kid? Well, I do, I yeah. do actually, but but still, I I didn't have the romance I would have about it now. Yeah, what do you remember about George C. Scott? I think they've both passed now, haven't they? Yeah, his health wasn't great at right. the time, actually. Yeah. So sadly, I do remember him struggling a little bit, uh-huh. um, but he was a bear of an actor i mean really presence and gravitas for days you know um and uh yeah my big scene was with him on on like a witness stand uh sort of getting interrogated uh by those two um but uh i don't think until i was 18 and went to my freshman year in college which i kind of just forced myself to go to to make sure i tried it did i say okay you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna be an actor um, and I remember being in my dorm room and was probably like, like, you know, yeah. sick of something I was doing. It was right. like, fuck this. I'm going to be an actor. Yeah. Did <laughs> no. you now, were, did you do any, um, any training? Um, I've actually started to more over the past like five years, I would say. No kidding. I, I think because I started acting young, I had a lot of feelings about it, meaning I saw the world i saw how other kids acted Uh my age or a little older than me and and i was actually really turned off by that so i think i made a great effort when i really started to act to not um in fact i used college frankly i kept going back to college for a few years just to like check myself on the acting stuff I, i really had an aversion at first to the way you know sort of like it just seemed like how many people kept doing it for mm-hmm. the rest of their lives, uh-huh, right? Or right. became the kind of actor I hope to one day. Or you become. Have, you had a fear probably of of being pigeonholed as a child who could do it, yeah, as a young actor, yeah. Or you know, right? And and, and it was actually a big. Uh, I was out here. I was doing a movie called The Girl Next Door, which was kind of a teen comedy, one of my early jobs. Yeah, and I was really fearful doing it because in it I looked a lot like myself like a dorky haircut and glasses yeah and i was like i felt like i could do more as an actor possibly or that's what i wanted 
And I thought, fuck, this is all I'm ever going to get to play. Right. You know, because these teen movies were doing very well then. And I was really scared. And I didn't know you could say no yet. You you know, that's kind of something you have to learn, I think. I had a similar conversation with Martin Starr. Yeah. The guy who, you know, from Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Like he, you know, hit a wall with that, you know, yeah. with sort of like, I want to act and I don't want to be, you know, mm. here's the nerd. We need a nerd. Right. You know. God, Freaks and Geeks so good, though. Oh, yeah. He's I great. Oh, he's great. He's great in this new one. He's really kind of a very thoughtful, interesting yeah. actor in Silicon yeah. Valley as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but while I was doing The Girl Next uh-huh. Door, I got a part in a movie called The Ballad of Jack and Rose that Rebecca Miller was writing and directing and that Daniel Day-Lewis and Catherine Keener were starring in. And I got to play somebody who was felt very different from me or another side of me. And, and it was actually like getting that part, I felt like, okay, somebody saw me something at, like, okay, I can, yeah. I can be an actor. Like, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I can do this. Yeah. And then you started to, like, I don't think anyone, you, you, you realize that there was a business to commercial films that dealt with young people. And there was a very small uh, set of archetypes that were repeated. Yeah. So once you were able to sort of um, enter the world of independent film where there was more depth and more range and it wasn't hinging on stereotypes, you kind of found your emotional voice in in a little more range. I think so. And I think as a young person, like if you're not challenged, how are you going to grow, right, and become better at what you do? Right. And I don't know if that's necessarily important to people that are making a lot of money in mainstream movies, right? Yeah. That, that was probably what was most important yeah. to me, though. Well, that's great, though. You, know, you, that you weren't like, I'm just going to yeah. be a movie star. Yeah. But then, you know, I, you, I, you do it for a while, and and then, it, you know, there are certain ebbs and flows to how you feel about it. So I find myself uh, poking around more and more about how to do it now uh-huh. than I used to. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, what, when did you, like, because, okay, so you did The Ballad of Jack and Rose, and then, like, shortly after, or maybe a year or two, you, you worked on Little Miss Sunshine, which is another sort of defining role for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, and after L.I.E., that was the one. Yeah, and that's probably, like, the first one for a lot of people rather than L.I.E. or what, you know. Right, um, sure. Yeah, Little Miss Sunshine. For me, yeah, yeah. it was. Um, and you got to work with Alan Arkin. Yeah. Yeah, who, yeah, yeah, and uh, well, Kinnear's pretty good too. They're all and great. They, I mean, Steve Carell, Tony Collette's amazing yeah, actress. Tony Collette, you know, yeah. Um, oh, that's right, Carell. Yeah, they were great. That was a really special experience, actually, and not even because of the result, but uh-huh. it was actually one where when we were making it, yeah, I felt like, oh wow, like, oh yeah, movies can be fun. Like this is kind of fun, uh-huh. you know. Like it, somehow something was working. You, you felt like it to us, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, no clue that the movie would get seen the way it did or, yeah. or, or, or resonate with people the way it did. Um, certainly like Arkin, I got to sit in the back of that van with him for, all, you know, a good amount of time and got to ask him questions. And, what did you know, he have to say? You know, I can't remember. There were so many great quotes, but I will say that people would always ask about Steve Carell back then. Uh-huh. Oh, the funniest guy on set. And actually, no, Alan. Yeah. Alan was like yeah. just dry fucking funny, you know. And a um, great actor. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, and uh, and then people who I, and those directors I became really close with. They they we then, I then later did a film with them called Ruby Sparks and mm-hmm. you know friendships and and it was really special. And then the fact that you know it seemed to really like mean something to people was 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 nice. And yeah. also it was like you were able to play you know instead of uh, like what would be like a nerd character, it was sort of like a kind of like existentially yeah kind of challenged outsider character yeah which i think you do a bit 
Yeah, 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 totally. I yeah. mean, I felt like he had a little punk rock in him yeah. too, just in right. the way of like, you know, taking a vow of silence and being like, right. you know, that's, yeah. that's you've got to have a little bit of balls actually to do sure. that. You know, that's sure. a little bit of a fuck you. Oh, yeah, to, a lot of you a know. fuck you, yeah. Um, I liked that character a lot and I really felt like I knew that guy. Like, you know, I mean, you know, friends like who, you know, listen, you know, re- I had a friend who read Nietzsche and listened sure. to Otis Smith and was yeah. really fucking quiet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, brute, but stewing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, an inner uh-huh. rage, you know. Sure, yeah. uh, uh, and that was, uh, and, and, you know, I have to say that was also, that was actually kind of a scary part because I don't talk in most of the film and I had no clue if I, you know, I wasn't experienced enough to sort of say, I'm going to, I trust in myself or I trust in my directors and I trust in, you know, I was like, fuck, I hope, hope, am I getting across? I hope somebody feels my, my guy, you know, because I'm not able to say anything. Right. And I liked that a lot, you know, and I would love to do, I'd love to do a silent film or something, you know, or a part who, you know, you know, I, I love that, that type of expression, um, and and think it's very cinematic um but it was really nice when it was like oh like yeah people got Dwayne, you know it did it felt (laughs) they did get it it, yeah it felt good yeah Yeah. and you had to trust that script and the directors that you know there was a balance to the characters the comedy of it all yeah and there was a real family that was the, the the this this kind of interesting element of that is that how the family structure really was close you know despite the the kind of varied characters you know that there was a real kind of love and unity to everything well and i think there's a lot of truth to that though sure right? oh I mean, yeah no no you know, yeah that, that's what I, that's why i think it kind of worked for people yeah it was it was stunning and when did you start so you say you started studying actually you know like you obviously you're going on a lot of natural ability so when you decided to to study acting how did you decide to go about it well yeah i should clarify i mean you know i, I definitely used to like First of all, growing up in the theater, I think was a natural, in retrospect, I learned a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, um, didn't, maybe didn't know I even was at the time, but, but but did. Um, and then certainly had a, you know, enough of a hunger when I was younger to read everything about it Mm -hmm. and sort of watch a lot of films and stuff. But then, you know, I think it's really fun to keep figuring out how to sort of, uh, like walk towards a character. And so usually I try to find something new to do for each character mm-hmm. and sometimes that can mean trying some new uh thing that i've heard about like i've heard that right people do animal work for acting sure. right okay i'd never done that before so there was a certain character where i thought you know i'm gonna go try that for this character On your own. it feels yeah uh-huh. well yeah no I, w- I went and worked with somebody oh. as well oh, okay um y- you know but sought out a somebody who teaches that Animal and you say yeah I think this might be good for this character that seems to make sense in my head which for some character reason. was it uh uh <laughs> I'm hesitant to like talk about uh, why is it no I guess it's just uh, you know um the first time I did that I think was for 12 years a slave uh-huh. um uh I can't remember how many years ago that was but you know there was just something in it where I felt so anyway like I it's fun to f- maybe find something new to try for uh-huh. a part. And sure. It doesn't always, sometimes the, the, the benefit you reap is very clear immediately. Like, okay, I know why I tried, Yeah, you know, um, the, this, you know, ma- mask work, you know, sure. for this part. 
Um, and sometimes it's not, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm glad I tried that because I've heard people study that in school, you right. know, so I'm glad I tried it and know if it. Have you had success with animal work? <laughs> yes, I have. And yeah. have you had success with mask work? I think maybe that one resonated a little bit less uh-huh. for me. I feel like I, I, maybe I actually was already a little bit kind of in tune with that, um, weirdly. Uh-huh. What is exactly? Okay, well, mask work, it is really fascinating, though. You Like, you could, let's say, I'd put a mask on you. Yeah. You don't know what the mask is. Uh-huh. And you're basically probably going to intuit something somehow yeah. and behave based on what you're sort of intuition is telling you from reaction of you no, or no, just from, from the feeling from your of, feeling of the mask without knowing almost. what the mask yeah. and it'll often line up with what the what the mask is um and then you'll do it where you know what the mask is and you'll say okay this kind of exaggerated frown how does this impact my body and they're basic you know? masks um basic well i mean like they're they're not like um superheroes or no, uh, no, no mexican no. They're wrestling like more masks. old school like yeah uh like more greek, greek feeling sure right i get it i get it, right so <laughs> yeah. they're, they're like i mean they're devoid of like a uh, caricature no no yes you're not going to recognize it right, and go, right oh superman i know what that feels like right no, or no, they're not exaggerated it's, it's more primal right 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 huh so you, you you have the intuition and then you reveal the mask to yourself and then maybe you do it knowing the mask Yes, yes. So that, that's a couple ways, and, and, and there's more, but the way that that relates for me already is I really like the idea of like, right, okay, how does the clothes make you feel different? Shoes make me feel really different. Hair color makes me, hair's darker than normal right now, it makes me feel really different. Um, you know, center of energy, like, okay, I carry a lot of tension in my shoulders. Yeah. You know, where do, people have different ways of like, you know, holding stuff in their bodies so sure. you know some characters uh have more strength in their like chest and some characters have more strength than their dick you know yeah. and like so i feel like that kind of stuff is like mask sure. work in a way where you know you're so you kind of think about that in preparation yeah, yeah you might how try you that yourself maybe you might try that on uh-huh. and say okay uh-huh. what's it like if i feel like you know a little bit more you know something dick there. energy yeah 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 right huh and that's how that's part of your process. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm I like it. Yeah, yeah. They, no, because like it's good to talk about this stuff. I don't know if you feel uh, like it sounds silly or that it's embarrassing to talk about, but I think a lot of people, like I've talked to many actors, and and some of them will talk about it, and some of them you know don't necessarily talk about it. But more lately, you know, I kind of push to talk about it because yeah. it. You know, when when somebody sees your work and they're like, that guy's got something, he's a great actor. I don't even know. It doesn't matter whether they understand your explanation, but right. but your your process is, is interesting. Yeah. And, you know, it's true. I, 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 I actually prefer not to talk about it usually just because I do feel like it's just more important. Like, hopefully, hopefully, I'm not saying mine does, but hopefully the work speaks for itself and you just get the character and... That's really of all, course, all of you course. need, you know. Right, um, right. But but there are some people that like, you know, they're actors out there and they're 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 just sort of like, ah, what's the what's the trick? And and maybe someone's listening to this and they're like, Okay, masks, masks. <laughs> and that's like that is like almost like so the opposite of what I would of what I want to. It's like 
it's like you know honestly i do i now get like why like all adults are like i wish i could go back to college uh-huh. you know i've always yeah. heard that and now i feel that too yeah. but i'd be like ready to learn now because yeah. i know that oh yeah i know that i can take what hits me and leave other shit behind right but are you ready to study and do the stuff no. that's not as interest to no. you i mean there's still no, a lot about no. college yet, like no 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 i just mean like i think you know it's really easy to you know right right hear something like that and be like okay you know like right that guitar player did this so i have to and like what if that's not what's like best well, no, for but you, you could try you know? it you know yeah, that, yeah. i mean it's like when yeah. you say but i mean the caveat is that uh sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't yeah. you know these are things that you're curious about that interest you that yeah. could expand your your particular um you know craft or your your skill set and you know you try it yeah yeah so i've talked to paul thomas anderson too yeah um like i was weird because i don't think anyone has like talked to him publicly as long as i did mm. <laughs> and not that i know of, i'm sure i'm yeah, i'm not to my own horn but i mean i did have a pretty lengthy conversation with him and you know i i thought he was some sort of mysterious brooding genius but he's sort of a clown he's <laughs> oh. <laughs> sort of a fun guy yeah yeah, yeah. he's and, great yeah i mean you know yeah. and, and it's sort of like you know after i talked to him for an hour or whatever two hours i was like um how are you the guy that did those things you know totally yeah right well, yeah he's also i mean you know he's not going to give you all the the oh, yeah, y- right, you know even right. as an actor frankly i mean that's actually something i love about him i think he's all guts and balls you know i mean he's obviously got probably intellect for days you sure know, but he's really uh i think uh like a guts and balls person yeah, first he's got a know. vision yeah and, and then he, he's gonna honor it yeah, yeah 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 but even the heart of that uh-huh. you know i think he, there's just a lot um uh and and i think that's why his work is so good you know i mean it's not just the technical brilliance he's really putting oh, yeah. everything he's got on the page there as a writer i think uh-huh you know? and that's that part the part of the 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 one that becomes the the preacher there's yeah. brothers you play brothers yeah to me in 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 the movies i've seen of you that that part the intensity of that part was was a unique thing mm. right mm-hmm. for you in acting it to mm. to to be uh you, you know an evangelical yeah. who's building a congregation yeah. you know and has to align himself with the industry and create this you know, this very demonic, you know, dark alliance. Yeah. So when you're working with Daniel Day-Lewis, the weight of that guy. Yeah. You both were pretty heavy, pretty heavy, <laughs> some heavy shit. Did you feel it? Yeah. No, I mean, you know, that was... Um, it was the second time you worked with him then. Yeah, it was, you know, also... Uh, man, what a, what a lucky what a lucky guy I was, you know, like I loved paul's work yeah. i mean you know i remember seeing boogie nights and magnolia and punch drunk love which is yeah. which is one of my favorite films um you know and daniel is uh you know he's really um he's a very special actor you yeah know? um and uh so i was uh very lucky and uh thrilled um to 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 be there and uh so you know whether it was heavy or not i don't think you know i think we did six day weeks Mm -hmm. in the desert in texas july and august it was fucking hot in this period clothes it was a lot of sweat and it was fucking great writing 
and uh, the crew, everybody was there to make that film, you know, together to make Paul's film and uh, very special um, Cinematography experience. was amazing. Oh, man. Music yeah. was amazing. Swim, Johnny Green. I mean, yeah, yeah. everything kind of, kind of worked out. Yeah. yeah. But like, I just remember the, like when we're talking about collaboration and about that, that feeling of like sort of being, well, obviously you're in a role, but that connection in some of those scenes and the and when i say heavy i just mean that you know when you're having that dialogue you know with those two characters you know, yeah the, the scenes that you and daniel Day lewis did i mean when when cut happens you must be like what yeah yeah i think at the end of the day you know because yeah. i you know you sort of uh i'm trying to think you know it's sort of like how athletes you know like if you go sit on the bench too long you have to like stretch again yeah or right. you know whatever yeah. like it's better to stay warm mm -hmm. like you know one once you start a day you know it's not over until the the day is done right you, you know so um yeah it was wild and in retrospect more wild than than doing it probably because you you, you know you're sort of there and you're throwing everything you got and uh and uh, you, you know, you got the the right scene partner in front of you, so you gotta you gotta try and you know bring everything you got. Well, that was funny because I talked to Ethan Hawke about about working with Denzel, you know. Yeah. And uh, he treated it like he, you know, <laughs> he watched a bunch of old Denzel movies. Like he said, football players watch uh, teen, you know, like right. uh, like tape tapes. Yeah. So he could figure out, you know how he was going to hold his own mm, interesting in in uh in scenes with a guy that will eat will take it yeah so you know he knew he had to be operating at a level hmm. yeah, yeah yeah and and he was very sort of conscious of of doing that yeah it's interesting is it yeah it is that's sure i mean why not you know that uh, is uh, that a concern you have like you know okay, all right i'm gonna be this, i got all these scenes with daniel and uh you, or do you don't think that way how am I going to hold my own? It's possible that you have that thought like immediately and then you, if you don't snuff that out, I don't know, you're going to be in trouble. So, right. I, so I, I, I think the honest answer is actually no. And I don't mean that in an egotistical or arrogant way. I just think you, you, you know, you can't. Right. Um, right. And, and also I don't it'd think. Because it'd be an obstacle to the role in a way. Well, yeah. And also I just don't think that that's the that would be my favorite way to think about it. Right. You know, I, I, I feel like um, we're all human and, and, you know, right, you know, is, is somebody else going to take the scene? I don't think so. You know, I mean, like the writing is there. Well, maybe I didn't, maybe yeah. it wasn't necessarily competitive, but just sort no. of like, maybe it was an inspiration to sort of rise. Totally. No, no, you're totally right. And I think that's, you know. Um, Everyone does that in their own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Daniel does. He, I hear he's very sort of like in it. Like even when cameras are off, he's wandering around in it. Yeah, he's you know he's a committed guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's talk about the Brian Wilson movie. I don't want to. We can't go through all of the movies, but the ones that I I, I enjoyed and I liked, um, which you know, a lot of them I just haven't seen. But but um, in Twelve Years a Slave, that was great because that's a. Uh, kind of a gnarly character yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 you know that that's uh you gotta play some of those right yeah sure but also right i mean i felt yeah like i don't know that that's what you lay in bed at night dreaming or hoping for i hope i yeah no 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 get, you know but it is someday. like but but again uh, like you said earlier 
Was there empathy that had to be engaged? Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And and just to kind of have a real human being there is the hope, you know. Yeah. And and I think yeah, you actually coming out from a place of judgment is, isn't always helpful, you know. Uh-huh. So, um, uh, you know, something that Steve McQueen and I talked about was how, um, you know, people who are abused often like may sometimes abuse their animals or things like that, right? You know, and and that th- may maybe that's a you know something that uh you you know you're taking you work out something with. on right other people or on your something you want to take out on yourself on other people or whatever so so there were ways sort of into it somehow uh-huh. um and uh and that's kind of one where you go okay well i like the story and i think it's gonna be a good film and these are great people and uh, you know the be- to contribute to this like i need to be that you right. know and 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 that was good for that one you know yeah, yeah. and um the the brian wilson film which I watch, I think, a couple times, actually. I thought you were great. Cool, thanks, yeah. And I don't know why, you know, I don't have anything, anything against John Cusack, but but my one thing was like, why didn't they just let Paul do the whole, you know, <laughs> we, we put a little makeup on him, they're fine. <laughs> but I, I, who, who knows why choices are made? I'm not asking you to explain it to me. <laughs> but um, but how much time did you spend with Brian? Um, I spent a bit of time with Brian, you know, that, that, that's probably, you know, that was very special experience for me that making that film. Why so? Well, I fell in love with Brian and, and, and with the music, you know, in a very deep way. And, uh, not previous, but during, well, I was, you know, I was a fan, Sure. you know, this was like, you know, uh, something happened, you know, I mean, obsessed spiritual connection Uh fan, Uh you know, and, uh, and I think it was really important for me in a way, like something about maybe to do with reconnecting the music though and bringing that to acting somehow. But, uh, you know, I, I spent probably about six or seven months, you know, kind of just like getting ready for that and learning to play the piano and w- trying to get my singing up to range. And, you know, the research was so fun listening to all the studio sessions they had like amazing amazing fun stuff i mean really and, and in fact what everybody can listen to that the, the smile sessions and the pet sounds box they released really true document of an artist at work you know uh-huh. really really fascinating and beautiful um and uh, and i spent time with with people who worked with brian like who um like some of the wrecking crew guys who are still sure, around yeah, yeah. you know talk to, to to a few of them and um and, and a couple of uh, other friends of his from from the time and the, the, the amount of love and respect, you know, they had for him, you know, it really felt special to get to know this guy um, and 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 be connected to that music, especially Pet Sounds and Smile, which I really yeah, do those think are, the ones, are yeah. you know, bigger than themselves. You yeah. know, that happens occasionally. Somebody writes something, it's just bigger than themselves, right. that book or that play yeah. or this album. Right. Those are... So, you know, yeah. they're that. Even if there's just one. Yeah, that's really special, right? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So, uh, but, And the way that you played it, too, the you know, with the, you know, hearing it in your head and, and the way that it was directed, I thought was very effective. Yeah. You know, I thought all that stuff of the early Brian Wilson was, was, was really kind of, um, it, it conveyed it, the, the struggle. 
of that guy. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, fascinating, right? I mean, that yeah. music uh, gave was such a gift to so many people. I have a hard time listening to he it. He struggled so much. I can hear it in the songs, though. Like, yeah. you know, like some people can't. Yeah. Like, some people can just get distance from it. Yeah. But, like, I get sad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, sure. Now, be, you know. Yeah. Before I even knew that stuff, though. Yeah. Like, I had a hard time with Pet Sounds, like, because like, some of the songs were so simple for a grown-up to be writing, but the message underneath the poetry was something so like lonely and sad and 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 yearning for something yeah 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 what was it like to spend time with him um it was great you know at first i you know brian is such a sensitive sort of open raw Mm -hmm. spirit that you know uh my first goal was really just to like say hey i'm paul (laughs) you know like you know, I'm going to play you and I know that's probably fucking scary. Like, you, you, you know, just like yeah. not to like grill and study and right. like, you, you know, and, and frankly, he was so different then and sure. I had done a lot of, I, I, I didn't meet him for months. You know, I did a, did a few months of research before meeting him just to get my own impression of the 60s Brian versus uh-huh. who he is uh-huh. now. Um, so I didn't feel the need at first to sort of... Uh, overstep my bounds if in fact i wanted the opposite i wanted him to to, to know that i'm I'm here for him you uh-huh. know? um and that uh um so it was uh and i was such a fan by that point i was you know um you know excited uh-huh. uh and um boy you know brian um he can you know he's struggled in his life and sure. i think he can be you know in front of groups of people and awkward but when when we got to talk about music, I mean, he really like a schoolboy came out, you know, oh, yeah. and he he would light up and rem- you know his memory and excited and you know it felt very present and alive in him, um, and that was really exciting to see. And uh-huh. So exactly what music was for him, and you know it got to the point where those songs took on new meanings for me, which I don't. I'm not saying they they were meanings that that should be there, but like, you know. God only knows what I'd be without you. Like, for me, I think became about music. Uh-huh. You, you know, right? Yeah, sure. And you know, in my room, like, in my oh, room yeah. for me was the studio. Yeah, you know, yeah. like so. Like, I just like after me, spending some time with him, I just felt like how music. What is him? And he is yeah. his music. And so it all. It was very special experience in that way, where it kept revealing itself. You know. Uh-huh. Um, and then, you know, I've gotten to hang out with him since, and I've gotten to, like, sing with him, at pl- you know, and play with him. And oh, really? It's fucking cool, yeah. yeah. Uh, publicly? Uh, yeah, yeah, a couple times. We, we did a couple, actually, the be- benefits for, like, mental health organizations. Uh-huh. And, you know, I got to go up there and sing a song kind of thing. And so he was happy great. with your portrayal of him? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's great. So what else is in the, on the, you do, do you, you, you've got a girlfriend, right? I do. And, yeah. and she's an actress. She's an actress and a writer, yeah. What's her name? Yeah, Zoe Kazan. Oh, right. Her grandfather is uh, Elliot Kazan. Yeah, yeah. He did some good shit. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, is it hard to, to be uh, actors? Or is it okay? Together, you mean? Why well, no. I mean, just to, like in, general? in the same business. Well, you know, she's 
woman and you know so we don't have any of that kind of right, you know it's right, not like sure. we're up for the same parts yeah no. uh, yeah 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 it, you know I will say that it's actually nice to have somebody we understand each other I uh-huh. think which is nice and can uh-huh. be really supportive in that way I think it's hard that we can both have to travel for work like and sometimes you know, be away for like months yeah, yeah. Like, I just spent last year I spent six months in Russia Latvia and Lithuania doing this war and peace six hour miniseries and for what? For the for B- BBC and the really? Weinstein Company. Yeah. You're doing War and Peace? You were in Russia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like, I loved, it was great, but that was hard. You know, like I missed home and-, and Did she come out? She came out twice. I came home twice, but uh-huh. you know, for, so, yeah. you know, that that that's hard. So, you know, uh, but but we, we, we do well, actually. Yeah, we, we, we do all right. Good. How was Russia? Uh, it was interesting. I liked it. I drank a lot of vodka. Yeah? It tastes better there for some reason. It's supposed um, to. Yeah, uh, it was good. Um, interesting place. Yeah, what yeah. were you, were you in St. Petersburg? Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I'd beautiful. Like to see it. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, that's another good thing about. It seems like you're seeing a lot of nice, interesting places. I mean, it's uh, really uh, you know I do I mean, have to. South Korea, Russia, Texas. I get to. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's true. I I you occasionally have to actually remind yourself and go. You know what? Um, uh, you know, I'm lucky. Uh, right. You know. Yeah. 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 And it, and it's it is you know people I don't think realize and I don't talk about it to many people but you know a lot of the job your job is waiting and 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 like that may seem silly but it is can be a real fucking you know it can challenge you right yeah yeah yeah, yeah sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. trailer mean, day totally yeah <laughs> yeah 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 how yeah. do you do do you bring the guitar you bring books. It depends on what the scene's asking sure. for. You know, you got your music. You yeah. might, you know, maybe you have a guitar, a book, or, uh, you know, who knows? What depends on the kind of film. Sure. You, can you shoot the shit on this one or not? You know, what's the vibe? Right, and right. What's the character? And blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I think, you know, luckily some of the films I get to do, like a Swiss Army Man, there ain't, there's not a moment of idle time. Right. You know, and I like that, actually. That's Keep fun. moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I liked it, man. And I, I think it was a great movie. I think uh, you do great work and it was, uh, it was nice to talk to you. Cool. Thanks, man. All right. He's a good guy. I liked him. I, you know, he's interesting and I, I guarantee you we're going to see a lot of... Uh, interesting work from him and that the new movie is, is wild it's more than just a two-hour fart joke so okay so go to wtfpod.com that's powered by squarespace for all your wtf pod needs you can check out my tour dates coming up in bloomington salt lake city this weekend uh where else am i going new mexico albuquerque for a night i'm gonna gonna i'm gonna go to stand up live which i think is now just one night uh saturday night because uh, I guess Phoenix isn't a Marin town. That's fine. I think we'll have enough room for all the Marin people that are there. Go to WTFpod.com slash tour and find out and get some some merch. Going to add some posters soon. A guy did a nice poster in Spokane for me. Uh, what else? I can play some guitar a little, right? I want to thank IFC again.
Boomer lives. <laughs>